Hey guys, what's up everyone, and welcome to Young Tiny World. Now, I hope you guys are doing good first off. I hope you guys are having a good day. And if not, well, you know the usual. If you're not having a good day, chances are I'm not having one either. But, I mean, who can complain? We're alive, we got air to breathe, and so much less problems, I'm guessing. No, that's not true. But forget all of that. You're probably wondering why my consistency has been a little bit shaky these past few weeks, months. <laughs> uh, we haven't gotten to years yet, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Progress. Anyways, um, since I got back to Fez and I've been having myself quite a hassle trying to do my uh, master's uh, project work, I've been a little bit caught up, you know, a little bit busy. Uh, recently, my Telegram account got permanently banned. So did my League of Legends account as well. <laughs> it's like every single thing that I've been working on for the past few weeks just decided to crap on me. I don't know much about the League of Legends one. Uh, I was so sure <laughs> that I was doing everything that they wanted me to do, you know. I wasn't um, skipping matches or, you know, uh, just uh, impromptu, just stopping AFK myself. I tried to be as consistent as possible and everything just went up in smoke. All my progress just gone. <laughs> Absolutely out of, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. I tried to get it back. I sent a couple of emails, but that didn't really work. So yeah, I, I've had quite the luck for the past few um, weeks, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, uh, also for the Telegram one, usually the Telegram account is what I use to get the movies, and the movies are the ones I watch to give you guys the reviews. So, you know, it's it's been difficult seeing as I do not have any TV series to watch to review about. Um, I already gave my review about Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse. So basically, I've been a little bit shorthanded, but not to worry. I got great plans on the way, and I'm so grateful that you guys have been listening to some of my uh, episodes. I'm grateful because every time I see that number goes up, my heart just flutters. I'm all ablaze, my guys, uh, and I'm so grateful to you, Titans, for all you've done for me for all your support and your love and consistency to even watch or listen to the stuff that I have. It's pretty crazy and um, I'm grateful for it. Um, I've also been trying to work on some of my gameplay content that's on YouTube, which is Young Titan World. Uh, pretty much uh, just crazy stuff, honestly. But I am grateful to everyone that is able to watch my content. I've been trying to do some dancing videos as well, which... Ugh, it's not exactly the best thing, you know, considering the fact that my body is basically a broomstick and that breaks easily when it's bent too much. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I, I am getting there. I am getting there, not to worry, guys. Uh, anyways, I did have something I wanted to discuss with you guys. It's basically... Um, some tweets that happened considering Into the Spider-Verse. Now, honestly, when we're talking about Into the Spider-Verse, we're talking about this really groundbreaking movie that got all of us in our feelings and really got us thinking about the 
uh, prospects of every single Spider-Man that they've shown us. Technically, they have every right to make a spider movie about every single person they showed and seeing a lot of people are migrating towards spider punk. It might be legitimate that he might get his own movie. I've not heard anything yet from Marvel, but I'm pretty sure they're underway with something like that. Anyways, uh, we're going to be talking about um, some conspiracy theories. I mean, some theories about Gwen Stacy. Now, Gwen Stacy is an all-around beautiful character that we all fell in love with the moment she stepped on the screen and the potential love interest of Miles Morales. Now, from what we know so far, she's a girl, she's lovely, but, you know, we're in 2023 and everybody wants to identify as something if it's not some really complicated um, gender that I've never heard of or it's basically a non-existent one and something that they made up and they want to use that as their identity with pronouns that have never been used for in the english lexicon uh however that's 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 basically what's happening right now so there has been uh, like on twitter we had these discussions and that wasn't part of the discussions because i love to see from afar but anyways, with the discussions, it started off with this particular tweet. And it's mainly taking a jab that Gwen Stacy was a character that was made in 2023. Actually, it was just a character that they picked from the comics. And the fact is, she's just a girl, you know. And if someone wanted to pick a fight with anyone, it would be mainly because of that. Oh my god, I refreshed the screen and now everything is gone. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's perfect. Well, anyways, it's supposed to end up in two ways. Now, the fact is, um, since we're in 2023 and we've got a lot of people who want to identify as something that has never been discovered before, um, the idea that Gwen Stacy is just a girl is kind of hard to believe. And in those comment sections of that particular post, the post was pretty much uh, uh it knew what it was gonna do okay the person who posted it was pretty aware that if he says that gwen stacy is just a girl is going to like incite a lot of conflict in the hearts of those who always want our current superheroes to identify as something genuine or never before seen and that says a lot you know so um with that we've had a person who says that Gwen Stacy is trans. Why is she trans? Because she had some flags in her room and it seems like her dad also supports it as well as the other side of the story which comes into views like they're trying to identify as her as the sort of gender that would get with the times but I I honestly don't feel like that gender sort of thing is necessary. You want me to be honest about this thing? I, I'm a guy. That's as simple as it gets. I like a girl. That means I like girls. You know, it's, it's a pretty simple trend. If you're going to use your identity as the only thing that you have to live for, it's kind of sad, isn't it? I mean, you want to live for your identity, which no one really cares about. You know, it's like you're living, you're living in a world where 
people are trying to be billionaires. People are working out their interests, their activities. And the only thing that you want to focus on is what kind of fruit you are. It's a little bit backhanded and it's not really progressive. How do you expect yourself to improve if you feel offended because of something that the world wants to tag with you? I don't know. Sometimes even when I feel like it, I'll just go non-binary. <laughs> Because I don't sometimes I just don't want to have anything to do with anybody. I don't I don't I don't even want to talk to anybody. Okay, sometimes having someone look at me and have a conversation with me is probably one of the most annoying things that I have to deal with. And I'm supposed to like do that on a daily basis. If you're studying a course that lets you have to talk to people, obviously it becomes so frustrating because the moment I open my mouth, I just want to cuss at them. And that's a little bit too much, but it's the truth. Sometimes maybe we're just going over the bar um, about everything that offends us. It's a little too extreme because, come on, your future is there. You're not your image is only going to be as tarnished as much as you make it. So, you know, if everything is going to tick you off, if everything is going to piss you off, you are never going to improve. Every single thing is just like sticks and stones will break your bones and the words are going to damage you. That's what's going to happen. And I just don't want it to feel like you're existing in this time zone and the only thing that you have to live for is your gender or your identity. What is your identity? Is that the only thing that matters to you? How about the life of your family? The fact that someone is going to have to take care of your parents when they're old, okay? Like some people are going in to grind their asses out just so that they can get food on the table. And the only thing you want to worry about is what people call you in public. I mean, you could call me she if you want. You could call me they, damn, whatever it is you can identify me as. I don't care. I don't care. My worth is beyond whatever that you can quantify. People will say a lot of bad stuff about you. It doesn't even matter what spectrum you are. It doesn't matter what you say sometimes. Sometimes you can try and be legitimate as possible. Be a good guy. Let everyone get on your good side. You will have one motherfucker who's going to hate you for your guts. He's gonna hate you because you are a nice person. They're gonna hate you because you're doing something that is helping others. They hate that. So why are you so focused on an identity that is not even going to matter when you're gone? I think about death all the time because it's one constant that no one can change. No one can tag when you're dead. No one's going to identify you as half dead a zombie or something else. You're, if you're dead, you're dead. Your heart stops beating. Your brain stops having firing, you know, neurons and stuff like that. I don't even know much about that. But ideally, you're gone from this earth. It's a constant that is never replaceable. It cannot give it a different color, turn to a different light. People would say all they want about what happens after death. But you do know that when you're dead, your heart stops beating. It doesn't matter whether you're a ghost in the room or you stop existing entirely. There is no second level. There is no other plane or platform that you can grow and become a better person over there. Everything ends and i feel like maybe if we are more considerate about where it is we want our lives to be rather than what people call us we would make some great improvements you know in our livelihoods but obviously i'm just a nobody 
with a podcast who gets to say the shit that he wants. So what the hell do I know, right? It's not like I'm freaking Andrew Tate or Pierce Morgan. So actually, my existence is almost the same as non-existent because my voice is not something that everyone tunes in to listen to every day. I mean, I did start off with uh, explaining why I've been AFK for a while, and now I'm into stuff about gender and transgender. I'm pretty random. It's kind of like my shtick. I don't know if it's the ADHD or my lack of consistency with one particular topic. But anyways, that's just me, and that's just my opinion. I was going to read a couple of comments from the tweet that I saw, and so that we could just laugh at them for a couple of minutes. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be a possibility, because... I refreshed the page and everything that I had on it is gone. So we're back to square one where we're going to have to listen to my annoying voice till the 20 minutes is up. Well, technically, this 20 minutes is not up yet. We're 12, actually 13 minutes in and I still have not figured out what I'm going to be doing with this recording. Um, so back to what I was talking about, uh, my channel my youtube channel uh so we've been having some technical difficulties sometimes i i don't know i I don't feel the energy to talk i try to stream as much as possible but you know sometimes i've got to be honest with you when i'm streaming and playing games at the same time it's it's hard it's hard it's hard because i then have to think of something funny then I have to try as much as possible to concentrate on the game so that I don't suck whilst I'm playing. Because, you know, I believe that people would stay more on your stream if you're at least good at playing it. If you're not good at playing it, you should be good at making quips and being funny. You know, making someone's day. I want to make someone's day as much as the next guy. But you know what? It doesn't really really end up that way. Mm -mm. When When I put the mic in front of me, the funniest things that come to my head are usually things that are in my head. My, my, my mind and my mouth are like two different islands. When I try to ship the things that are in my mind into my mouth, it transforms into something less funny and probably more offensive that would piss the person who's watching off and never let them want to come back to me again, which is kind of sad because that's the reason why I'm doing that. I'm doing it for people. So if they don't like it, what's the purpose of me doing it in the first place? Right now, I got the talkative, I've got the talkative self that's on the phone right now. He's the one that wants to talk a lot. When I go inside, when I'm around people that I assume are my colleagues, I end up not saying shit like this because, you know, I wouldn't want to creep them out. Or actually, I don't want them to have a topic of discussion when I'm not in the room. Because obviously, no matter what I do, they're still going to have a chat. You know, they're going to have one of those six twisted chats and well about how weird I am, which is great. It's awesome. I couldn't care less, though. It's just that probably I do care less, and it kind of gets into my head, and I think about it too much, and it gives me nightmares sometimes. Not really nightmares, but it's a whole new trend where I think of myself as incapable of saying anything when they start lying through the teeth. But, um, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm sorry, this wasn't able to, this was supposed to be a completely different topic. I was supposed to be talking about transgender and stuff like that, but I, I can't go on if I don't have the content available. And I do apologize for that. I apologize for the absences. I apologize for the inconsistency. I apologize for not being around most of the time. 
That being said, you can find out more of my other content on Twitch, on Kick. I'm also on Kick as well, wouldn't you know? Kick is a streaming service and I just started yesterday. I mean, I've had the account for a while. I just didn't know how to go about it. But now that I do, I'll be streaming and hopefully you guys can also join me there as well. Thank you guys so much. You've been so helpful. Um, I always say that it's just I, my day gets a lot better when I see your um, or when I see that you guys have actually watched some of my stuff or listened to some of my stuff. If it's just one view more or one more person listens to it, it makes me feel better. So I'm grateful. I've stopped being pushy on the subscriptions and stuff like that because you do it if you want to. If you don't, it's not really a, it's not something that I can force you to. Honestly, um, I wouldn't uh, consider a financial issues, but I completely understand it. Besides, I got most of my content on free anyway, so it's not like you're missing anything, really. It's just a formality, just uh, just a way to, you know, help myself and try and get to a point where I don't have to worry about the people around me. Um, but that's a topic for another day. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll check back in with you sooner than later so that you guys don't get worried about me or even if you did and you're just trying to hope for the day that I kill myself and that day hasn't come yet. So, oh, keep wishing, bitches, and um, take care of yourselves. Have a great day. If you're not having a great day, please try and survive through it. Um, there are a lot of dark times that are behind us and in front of us. Sometimes we don't even know what hit us and sometimes we're thrown off course. It's, it's very natural to feel like you don't want to go on anymore. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to take a shower. Sometimes I just don't want to get out of bed because I feel like I've been drained so much trying to pretend to keep up with the people that I need to be with. You know, like you got friends, you got family, and they all want you to be chirpy and happy about life and focus on the next goal. Have a plan for something when everything that you try to make up falls apart. And it's like, you know, why do I even bother? Because it's going to just tear itself into tiny pieces all over again. And it feels really stupid sometimes when people try and tell you that the world is going to be a better place and all you see is the darkness the chaos and the sorrow that plagues your heart and destroys your mind but hey man i'm probably not the best person to talk about this and you 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 know what i'm talking about whether it's true what i'm capping but um i can say this um maybe sometimes finding solace in other people is not the best idea you know finding happiness in someone else might not give you the best feeling in the world because they have the sword now that gives them the ability to either hurt you very bad or put you on a pedestal and take care of you and you never know what kind of option they can give you sometimes they can start out being nice as hell and being supportive but in actuality they hate your guts and they want you dead you never know what's inside a person's mind so what you can hope for is that you would have the efficiency and the strength to be able to move on if everyone is against you. And um, I, I believe that is something that you can look forward to. I wanted to be good at clickbaiting and making people watch more of my content on YouTube. But um, maybe I'm going to just try and be myself. Just even if it sucks as hell and I only get like two more subscribers, I think I'm going to be okay with that. So that's cool. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll check back in with you guys later. Young Titan out. Thanks for listening. Oh.
oh, look, it reached 20 minutes, and I don't even know what I said this entire time. Hey, guys, what's up, and welcome to Young Titan World. I hope you guys are having a good or great day. If you have neither of those, well, <laughs> everyone has a sour day. Maybe yours has been a sour week, month, year, or you just don't feel like being in life is worth it anymore. That got grimped really quickly, but I can assure you, you're going to be okay. I just hope that I ask that you get enough strength to take you through the day. And if you can't afford that, well, maybe listen to this episode. And if you feel like doing anything else, awesome. I support whatever you're going to do if it's not suicide. Because <laughs> trust me, I've tried that. It's overrated. It's, it's not what it is like. The pain is kind of like unbearable, unless, of course, you get your hands on some refrigerants, which I don't advise because death is not the answer. Who knows what's going to happen in the next life? I mean, for all you know, that's even where shit's going to require you to actually kill yourself. You know that moment when Tanjiro wanted to wake up from the, the dream so he, he kind of like unalived himself? Oh my God, TikTok is getting to me. The moment where you got to cut his head off so that he can wake up from the dream and then he almost did it to the point where he was about to kill himself in real life yeah probably the next level or when you kill yourself and go to the other level that's that's how shit's gonna be like over there so you don't want that all right so maybe we can just figure out how to get by in this dark crew world and yes as i said before we're gonna be reviewing um dickinson the absolute masterpiece that took me by surprise and i had no idea that wiz khalifa was gonna be in it but he totally slayed or totally murdered his position as death because he nailed it the weed part the outfit and the complete demeanor well to be honest i thought that his diction would be a little bit better but I guess we were a little bit expectant of something unexistent. He did his best, I mean, but we're not here to talk about Wiz Khalifa and the fact that he was death in this entire thing. We're talking about the entire season one of Dickinson. Now, just so you know, maybe I've said this before in the previous one episodes that I made about Dickinson, but I only came into Dickinson because I thought that there was a lot of freedom when it came to what they showed us you know like where they were having the cunnilingus they didn't hold back where they were having sex they wouldn't hold back it all felt really 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 natural at least to me until i realized it was actually a masterpiece it was a great piece of literature that i fell in love with and the character emily dickinson I hope one day I'm able to meet her in real life because her words and the things that she did were almost phenomenal. Even though, for a fact, she was in a room all by herself. You can see little tables and chairs here and there. She didn't do anything. She didn't go for concerts. She didn't go for tours. She was just in her own crib making masterpieces and no one knew who she was <laughs> like probably some people out there who make amazing 
gaming content. They make amazing. They make amazing content, but no one knows them. And it's only after they're dead and gone that people start actually acknowledging them. I'm never going to be like that. I, I acknowledge that she made masterpieces. But I'm not going to be acknowledged when I'm dead. We're taking the acknowledgement right now while we're still kicking. After death, it can like escalate or something. But the acknowledgement is going to be when I'm alive. It's going to skyrocket whilst I'm alive. And then when I'm done with the fame and I'm dead, then we can, you, you know, you can also parade around and talk about my exploits and shit like that. But let's just get back to the episodes. So we got wind of Emily Dickinson. Who was in love with her best friend was a girl thing was that not only was she in love with her best friend but her brother was also in love with that very best friend and the best friend agreed to marry the brother that all seems very spicy and everything you know that three-way could work but um seems like emily wanted her to herself so did the brother so it was really a bit of a tight noose around her neck best friend couldn't take the heat so she bailed run away to a different state in order to help herself with some peace but that didn't seem to be the case because when she stepped out into a different place it only ended up more painful where she had to give up her body and its virtue to a guy who accommodated her now i'm thinking to myself whichever baby is within oh my god i probably should have told you that this is full of spoilers though but yeah, this is really spoiler filled, filled with spoilers, just seething with spoilers. Um, might need to, uh, we're going to pause just so that I can buy something from the superstore or something of that sort. Actually, I don't think I need to. I'm actually doing the roaming around so that I can talk more. And so stopping at a place to buy shit from is not exactly ideal to this episode. So let's just get down to it. So yeah, I'm thinking that the baby that's inside her is not necessarily for the brother, but it's for the stranger who she met when she decided to go get peace of mind in a different country. I mean, county or city. All right. And um, I guess from all that I was getting... Emily seemed like this elevated person, this enlightened person who knew much more about literature than anyone else did. Her poems carried meaning way beyond people and what they could actually comprehend. And what she did, even though her father was not exactly, you know, open to that idea, it didn't stop her from being great and everything. Now, that being said, as we're talking about her dad, I think it's creepy that he wants his daughter to stay in her ha- in his house you know for eternity and not leave not find a husband sounds a little bit weird but i also feel as if he might have some emotional attachments to the girl 
to the point where he wants to sleep with her probably not gonna make that as my final conclusion of what the dad might be thinking but i would not put it past him because he actually slept in his little kid's bed and that was a little bit weird for me but maybe some of you thought of it as endearing i was creeped the fuck out when that happened but hey man it's just my opinion anyways um so we um we go back to george george is really really psyched about marrying emily because he feels like he's the only one who understands her so he wants to put the pedal to the metal and get her hitched to himself which sounds like a really honest and cool idea because basically no one in the town is willing to get up or deal with emily's drama and um that 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 is a little bit it it did make sense and it did not make sense because it felt to me like George was the only person that would understand her. And she would be more than stoked to be with him. But that's not the case, is it? Just because you have one person in this world that gets you. Doesn't mean they're supposed to put a ring on your finger. It doesn't even mean they're supposed to stay by your side for eternity. It means that they're supposed to support you in your decisions. And help you out through dense situations. And not be your married assistant you know and besides it would not be fair to george if he decided to jump into a relationship with emily because emily has no emotional affection or attachment to george and only sees him as a bro as she so stated in one of the episodes especially i think the one where he came to visit as a potential suitor for her <laughs> so i i guess what i'm trying to say is that the the whole ordeal with George was pretty extreme. I don't know where my Irish accent is coming from but it's seeping through um but yeah, him having to deal with the fact that the girl that he likes does not like her back and worst of all no one wants her except him makes it even worse it's like the one person that you're willing to give a chance to is the one person that no one wants to give a chance to the rare gem not exactly the weird gem. More like the gem no one wants. You know? The gem that no one wants is the one that you're willing to accommodate. But it doesn't even want you. It says a lot, doesn't it? It hurts a lot. And I can feel his pain. But then again, I cannot console it because he's just an actor. And a character that was generated. And I'm not even sure that 90% of the characters that they generated for this particular episode or this particular franchise is even real true or has anything to do with real life they could just have been metaphors inside her freaking poems but the dynamic that i found really captivating was between emily and death now that was something that i was really into i <laughs> I fell in love with the dynamic because an entity as powerful as death was in a way courting Emily and it seemed like they both understood the terms and conditions of what they were to each other. But when it got to the end and she found someone that she liked, she realized that the conditions that they were in were not understood death did not need an explanation for her neither did he need a moment to let her understand what 
he was intending to do. So when she was begging him to save her new love interest's life, he told her that she had no idea what he was and just assumed that what they had between them was something that was so special. And that took me my surprise because the way she addressed death was more like a suitor, a person interested in her. But then she got to see his true colors, his true form, which was one that was unrelenting and that even if she did plead on the behalf of someone that she liked, he was under no circumstance to grant her request because he does what he wants. He is what he is. He is death. You can't bargain with death. Even if you are both in love. I've never really been able to encapsulate death. I always refer to death, the reaper. The one that takes away life. In creations of multiple characters of what death would seem to me, I gave it as a title. Something that anyone could dawn on. You would have the attributes of death. You can take away someone's life, but the power at the end of the day belongs to death. He might have custodians, stewards of death, but death will always remain death. And death does not bargain. And I found that really beautiful and enriching. And I loved the music. The music was sporadic. It wasn't, it was outside. It's like it captured the scenes of the mo, like it captured the moments in a way that gave it a little spark better than I would think. But I'm just saying that it did really well with the songs. That's all I'm saying. And I really loved it. I really loved it from the bottom of my heart. Um, on many occasions, I had the opportunity to listen to Billie Eilish in that pocket. That in their their music, or at least the music that they curated for the season one, I've had the opportunity to listen to a lot of Billie Eilish. And Billie Eilish, she sings about, she sings with a lot of emotion. Like, the kind of stuff that she talks about in her songs can be considered pretty deep at times. There are those songs that make you think about these kind of things the ethereal and the most of the time non-existent the, the intangible aspects of life so yeah i think i found hot yeah i'm probably also because i am a super fan i'm just i'm just a good fan of billy eilish all right i love her music um who she dates and what she does with her life is absolutely up to her, in my opinion, so I shall keep to myself. Unless I decide to start up a series which talks about celebrities, in which case it would be fun to do. Which you let me know down in the comments if you want us to make uh, a different set of episodes, which would be encapsulating 
only celebrities and what they're doing with their lives. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to do it. But if you guys want to do it, fine. I can do it for you. I mean, you guys are literally the reason I'm doing all of this, so <laughs> I wouldn't mind. And I also, yes, I would also love to talk about Billie Eilish and all the shenanigans that my celebrities, my beloved celebrities, are getting themselves into. But yeah, that's going to be everything for season one. I'm yet to dive into season two and see what other pieces of love and life I'll be able to capture from Emily Dickinson and the life that she lived infamously or no, like non-famously and then died and became famous, which I state now and forevermore, I would never be like. I'm gonna be more famous than Michael Jackson? I don't know. Michael Jackson was not famous famous. Oh, come on. Everyone knew Michael Jackson. They did? I don't know. I think some kids in Africa didn't know who he was. In fact, there are some Generation Z. Is that what you call them? They're Generation Z. Sounds weird. Yeah, well, there's some Generation Z children that have no idea who Michael Jackson is. So I would not put it past anyone. All I'm saying is that I'm going to be more famous than anyone ever imagined. Never imagined. Because I'm shit. And um, don't let my Lamborghinis and Bugattis tell you different. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm always grateful to have you guys listening to me. I don't know how you guys get to listen to, like, I don't know. 15 to 20 minutes of me yammering about a TV show or a movie for that matter. Oh, yes! I probably should put this in a separate episode, but I will be watching The Flash. But I have not... Things that exist in the air, or at least what I'm hearing from around me is there's not a great movie. Will I be the judge of that? As I always am. Take care. And until next time, take care of yourselves and probably don't think of suicide because as much as you think your life is shitty, it would be shittier if your parents don't have you in it. They might not show their love in the ways that you expect them to or in the ways that TV shows um, show, but they really do care about you. And I'm sorry if your parents don't. Well, I'm sorry if they do too much. Understanding them is quite a mystery, isn't it? But take care of yourself. If you have no one who wants you to be alive, I do. Because, hey, you get to listen to my stuff, so. I'm honored to have your auditory nerves excited by my voice or at least maybe you just use me to get rid of the silence in your room in which case i'm still happy as well take care and until next time which i've already said like three times young titan out thanks for listening